Las Condes became home to many elite political leaders of Chile, including former presidents Michel Bachelet, Salvador Allende, and Augusto Pinochet, and remained an upscale residential section to high-income families and the country's economic elite. Long before the establishment of the embassy, the warm ties between Britain and Chile dated all the way back to the Chilean War of Independence that ended in 1826. Their common enemy, Spain. The British hated the Spanish. So did the Chileans. Spain wanted to maintain her colonial dominance over Chile. The Chileans wanted independence. Spain also wanted to be the dominant colonial power in the world. So did Britain. The British fleet defeated the Spanish and French fleets in the decisive Battle of Trafalgar in 1805, and the bad blood between the countries festered. Argentina, a former Spanish colony, emerged as a common enemy of both Britain and Chile because of her ties to Spain. When Argentina attacked the Falkland Islands 156 years after the Chilean Revolution, the common anti-Spanish heritage of the two nations led to Chilean support of the British in the Falklands War. In keeping with the British-Chilean military alliance, Royal Navy Commander John Gordon of the prestigious and elite SBS had arrived at his new station as a military and political officer at the British Embassy in Santiago. Yet Chile, despite her ties with Britain, was not a typical destination assignment for special forces commandos like Commander Gordon. But these were not ordinary times. The discovery by British petro-engineers of vast reservoirs of crude below the icy surfaces in Antarctica sent Downing Street scrambling to shore up military security to protect the British Antarctic stations. Most members of the Royal Navy's elite SBS forces were being deployed to various parts of the world in the war on terror, to places like Pakistan, Afghanistan, Israel, Egypt, and on ships cruising the Mediterranean and the Persian Gulf. The massive discovery had British petro-engineers believing that the nation first staking claim to it could become the richest in the world. For Britain, that meant not only a return to international relevance not known since before World War I, but a return to economic and military superpower status. And so, the secret military objective, codenamed Black Ice, would shore up defenses in a desolate spot of ice not far from the South Pole on an isolated and oft-forgotten continent. Commander Gordon, operating from the British Embassy in Santiago, would monitor and command the military buildup surrounding Camp Churchill, which remained in its infancy stage. Fifteen hundred miles to the south of Santiago, at the southernmost tip of South America, Chile had allowed Britain to use its Puerto Williams naval base as a staging area to move forces into Antarctica to reinforce Camp Churchill. Gordon glanced up at the map of Chile and wished he had more time. Puerto Williams was a few miles north of Cape Horn, and from Cape Horn, 500 miles of the raging waters of Drake Passage separated the tip of South America from the South Shetland Islands along the coast of Antarctica. Gordon looked up at the map of the bottom of the world. 
The map reinforced the importance of Chile as a British ally. Just 500 miles separated Chile from Antarctica, in contrast with the 3,800 miles separating Antarctica from Cape Agulhas, the southernmost point in Africa, and the 4,000 miles from Antarctica to Wilson's Promontory, the southernmost tip of Australia. This short distance gave Britain and Chile a strategic advantage in reaching Antarctica over the other powers of the world, with the exception of Argentina, whose southern tip was nearly as close to Antarctica as Chile's. The discovery of oil, which had occurred on Antarctic tundra claimed by both nations, gave Chile and Britain a chance to cooperate in a win-win that could again make Britain the most dominant nation in